following program may contain coarse language, suggestive dialogue, and discussion of violent imagery and sexual situations. It is intended for mature listeners who can tell the difference between facts and opinions. Are you ready for some forklifts on this episode of the Toonami Faithful Podcast? I am your host, Sketch, and with me I have... Paul Biscrillo, the founder of ToonamiFaithful.com. Ed. Editorial writer, VLORDGTZ. And... Another editorial writer, LaserKid. Well, we have two more episodes of Shinmu to discuss, uh... And, uh... Kind of a big thing happened in the anime industry, so we should probably talk about that. But first, before it completely vacates my brain space, we got to talk about Cosmos Samurai 2, Episode 3. That escalated very, very quickly. Did it? I don't It's still kind of plodding along. I mean, yes, but I mean, just like, oh, hey, you're going to go fight the bad guy. Here he is. Yeah, that that is true. <laughs> all this exposition, all this exposition, all this exposition. Hey, Sarah's okay. That's good to know. Sarah's okay. Tom's okay, but he doesn't have a body currently. And uh, for some reason, Suruhime has decided that the best course of action is to add her consciousness to Tom. So all her memories, all her skill to Tom's robot body. And um, the other guys also decided to join in on that. But what are they going to do with all these clones? Apparently, they're just going <laughs> to let them roam free. Which, uh, Send well, out the clones. <laughs> they're really going to save on fuel with all that weight gone. <laughs> couldn't, couldn't we all save on fuel? <clears throat> uh, yeah, just buy a Tesla. Ha! <laughs> uh... So now we are headed off to uh, Xenon Alpha, one of two planets that are right next to each other, where the space-time hole that Jakku created is uh, currently residing. It managed to not collide, thankfully, but things could get real bad if they don't deal with this situation soon. So a new Tom and a new samurai cool body along with the memories and skills of um, the entirety of the Cosmo Samurai crew, has now entered the fray. And sure enough, Jakku realizes that he's there, so he shows up. And apparently, just the very presence of this new body of Tom uh, is, is enough to damage Jakku. So... That's good. We're, we're, we're off to a good start. And uh, it may conclude in the next segment, or it might not. The episode preview did not specify that it was the conclusion in uh, in part four. So we don't know. But we'll, uh, <laughs> we'll see. Keep watching this space for more uh, exposition and occasional action. Yeah. <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah, I think we're I think we're at the point where we're definitely getting the action. Um, though, and I suppose I glossed over this. The concern here is adding their consciousnesses to Tom that messes them up to a point where they can't really be separated afterward. So it's like they, putting everybody in a blunder, and then you know, once it's all done, you got a new, you got a smoothie, but you can't undo the smoothie. Yeah, even when it's you know just data. Yeah, and this does concern uh, the Hakase, the cat. He, but he, he like kind of hand waves his like. They're just electrical signals. <laughs> There's nothing to be concerned about. <laughs> we we know people. though. They're just electrical signals. I suppose that the Cosmo Samurai crew have lived many lives and therefore are willing to finally end it all. But it's still kind of somber, if nothing else. It's their last resort to take down Jaku. Surely it will go well. Yes, I, I foresee nothing bad happening. I I, I don't think they're going to end on a somber note. No. <laughs> well, it's just maybe a bittersweet uh, ending. It's just going to be uh, more complicated than I think we think. Oh, yeah. Uh, for one thing, I don't... <laughs> I don't think this alternate universe Tom is ever going to get back to watching cartoons. <laughs> Probably not. <laughs> Though, who knows? Who knows? So, yeah, that's that's Cosmo Samurai. And with that, friends, it's time to talk about some forklifts. In episodes four and five of Shinmu the Animation. Episode four, title being, I needed to have that pulled up already, Shackles, <laughs> and episode five being titled Equal. So, Rio, like many young men, realizes a critical, a critical problem. He ain't got enough money. Want to get to Hong Kong? It ain't free. No, it's uh, actually quite expensive. As it turns out, yes. It's, uh, it, the the tickets are listed for uh, 150,000 yen, which roughly translates to um, uh, 1,500. Yeah, that's uh, that is an expensive ticket. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, better be first class. <laughs> Well, that was the cheapest ticket. Yeah. Oof. Oof. And so this was in the 80s. Like this is in the 80s. 1986. Seems seems very steep, but uh, thankfully, uh, that one of one of the thugs that he has bumped into recently has decided to help him out. You this know, guy, when I get this, beat up. I, I, I immediately go, this is my new master. How can I help? <laughs> exactly. So this guy, Goro, Mr. Pompadour, he's like, yo, bro, if you need some cash, we can get you a job. Let's go talk to Mai. Mai, bro needs a job. Oh, you know each other? Okay. Oh, 
<laughs> Miles is like, oh yeah, no, that's that's uh, that's Omi's friend. Oh, okay. That, that's that's my stupid childhood friend. He's an idiot. <laughs> so they get him a job down at the docks, working a forklift. Best part of the game. Not even gonna lie. Best mini game. Hundred percent, a lot of fun. And apparently you spend a lot of time doing it. Don't you have oh, to do this absolutely. every morning in the game? Yep. You you, you want to keep the job, you got to keep doing it. <laughs> uh, although it really does give you money. It really How realistic. Does. Immersion at its finest. I mean, that was the idea at the time. It was like, we're going to make it feel like it's real. <laughs> Never mind the fact that it's tedious. It's real and it's tedious. Yes. <laughs> oh, Yeah. Well, I mean, that's why it's a job. That's why you get paid. The good thing is, the game pipe segment is fun. That's important. But in the story, uh, before Ryo is allowed to use the forklift, he's supposed to be trained, but this guy, Mark, doesn't seem all that interested in giving him much of a tutorial. (laughs) Yeah, figure it out yourself, newbie. Yeah, whatever. What a story, Mark. What a story. And uh, Rio does seem to get the hang of it pretty yeah. well. He, he makes Kinda. some mistakes. Just, you know, I got he, this. Oh, maybe it, I do. You know, it's not too bad. It's it's all right. He's 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 all right. I missed the forklift races in the game. You're not the only one. Okay, uh, I'm glad. C- certain individuals on Twitter definitely voiced their frustration that there was no forklift racing. I mean, I'm also the guy sitting here going, "Why didn't you put in the tomato mart?" But that—that's—I can't blame them Wait, for that, hold even if up. I wanted forklift racing. Yes, it's absolutely a thing in the game where where the the, the forklift drivers before their shift do a forklift race, and if you uh, place high, you get a dr- you get a little uh, capsule toy. How is this game real? How <laughs> this game is amazing. That's why it is real and it is tedious. <laughs> yes, but it is amazingly tedious. <laughs> oh boy, little Shenmue. So Nozomi gets into some trouble because this is actually Mad Angel's territory, and she goes looking for a Rio. And she gets kidnapped by going to a bar where you're probably going to get kidnapped. Well, I mean, it's not even the bar's fault. She's just delivering flyers. But she's going, hey, where do the Mad Angels hang out? I guess she and Rio have the same uh, ability to get information. (laughs) Yeah, but when she does it, she ends up getting captured. Well, I mean, when Rio does it, he just gets a bunch of thugs to pack him. So it's kind of the same thing. Yeah, I mean, mean, basically, yeah. (laughs) Either way, you uh, the the alert goes off. (laughs) Salt Snake, neither one of them are. (laughs) And well, it doesn't take too long before Rio realizes that uh, Nozomi's been captured. I mean, they literally go to his door with a motorcycle and go, hey, we got your girl. Get your butt over to the warehouse. Come on. Nothing bad's going to happen. Oh, you jacked my bike. Yep. Yep. Well, he said he'd just borrow it. 
but I don't think he's ever given it back. I, I, I very much doubt that bike ever got back to its owner. <laughs> Probably not. Probably it's like this not. is this is mine. You're not taking it. Have a nice day. <laughs> Honestly, it all seems way too convoluted. Why? Rio's gonna come looking for them anyway. <laughs> so, but well, I mean, he'll, he'll, now they have a bar. They wanted him to know where she was, so yeah. they could get him to do what they wanted him to do. Yeah, because he'd been asking about the Mad Angels. You know what to say when you when you look into the, the the abyss, it looks for you or something like that <laughs> something like that so he ends up at the warehouse where the mad angels hang out and finds nozomi and they're like all right heard you've been asking about us now to prove to us that you're not gonna be a problem we want you to kill guizang Whoa, this escalated quickly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, it, it escalated quickly in both the game and the anime. It was, it's kind of great. And it escalates further because uh, he has to go fight Guizang. And uh, he also leaves a message for Goro. Which, thankfully, Goro does notice. And I mean, goes, he uses it in a way that Goro taught him, so Goro yeah. reading it's not that entirely unsurprising. <laughs> There's lots of places to pee around the harbor. <laughs> yes, there are. Of course, lots of places uh, to leave a message. One must imagine that he would have assumed that Goro would have got help from the Chens, which is not what Goro decides to go do. No, no, he first goes to talk to Mai, which I guess makes sense. Who else does he know? <laughs> And uh, then Mai's like, well, let's go kill him with the forklift. He tried to kill him with the forklift. And Mark's like, no, 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 you can't, you can't, you can't drive the forklift. <laughs> I'll do it. <laughs> because Mark had a change of heart once he realized that Rio wasn't some punk kid trying to party. He's actually has, you know, goals, ambitions. He's being responsible so Mark's like, I gotta go help him out. So I mean, Rio also he, saved him he, earlier. He drives them with the uh, yeah. <laughs> he he drives the forklift with Goro and Mai to go save Nozomi, and they do. They save him. Uh, meanwhile, Weizang and Rio are play fighting <laughs> until it makes it look like they're knocked out. And the head of the Mad Angels is like, oh, yes, now I rule this territory. Oh, don't start celebrating, bro. That's <laughs> about that time the forklift just drives right on by. <laughs> yeah. He's like, wait a minute. Isn't that our hostage? <laughs> so now Rio and Guizang can focus on fighting a whole bunch of thugs. I mean, all of the Mad Angels. Versus All of them. two guys, uh, bad bad odds for the for the Mad Angels. <laughs> it's bad funny because honestly, in the game, it's a really tough fight, but uh, they just kind of <laughs> in the game in the show. They're just like, yeah, whatever, we got this. It would potentially ruin the pacing if Rio got his ass kicked 
a lot. <laughs> I get it. I, uh, it's it's like my only real point of contention with the with uh, the episode is is just like, hey, just maybe make it a little harder for him. Yeah, maybe just just a skosh. And uh, a- after getting rescued, Nozomi's like, no, we got to go back. We can't just leave them. I'm like, I, I think they're going to be OK, honey. Don't worry about it. <laughs> and then again, you've got a forklift. <laughs> that they do. So they do go back. And by the time they get back, uh, things are dealt with. And uh, the leader of the Mad Angels is like, you have no idea who you're dealing with. If you think beating me is some kind of prize, you're way out of your league. You can't handle Londi. You may have beaten me, but I'm only level two. Londi is level 100. <laughs> Wait, I just dissed myself. And he did. Yep. And now Guizang is like, all right, Rio, I, I, I'll talk to my father. We'll, we'll work something out for you. So after Rio collects his last paycheck, gets down to the harbor and is about to board a boat, saying his farewells, when suddenly the man I said was the final boss is the final boss. Yes. Chai returns, cackling as usual, and he knocks over some steel poles and they do some serious damage to Guizang's leg. Like, dude, dude's going to be injured for a while. Yep. And uh, Rio fights Chai again. And Chai's like, why is new you so much better than old you? It's almost like he's been training. I think they made the right choice by having uh, Chai show up in the first episode. Oh, absolutely. They they set up uh, everything that's gone on. They set up for this to actually be a good payoff. Like mm-hmm. I at the time, I was like, yeah, it's an interesting choice, but I see what they're going. This is why I was seeing where they were going because this is a bit of a uh, overcoming of things that he's had to go through the entire series up to this point. Yes, yes, it is. Uh, if only they kept in the other thing that Chai did to him in the game. That that fight was uh, very short lived, though. Uh, yes, he got a boot to the head and came re- came running out. <laughs> and then Team Chai was blasting off again. Yep. <laughs> uh, so that said, if not for the fact that they had that initial fight in the first episode, which was the change for the game, otherwise. He basically would have just been lurking around, tried to steal the mirror that one time, and then shows up here and gets his ass kicked immediately. The other thing he does in the game is Rio actually manages to buy a plane ticket and Chai attacks him in the arcade, uh, rips up the tickets, and they have a big fight in there. Uh, and then that fight in the desert does happen. Rude. It just happens later. Oh, it's very rude. It was very, very upsetting, actually. It's expensive. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But that that one's one that we I was hoping I'd say, but eh, yeah, there was a lot of forklifting. There was a lot of forklifting to be done. Uh, so with that, uh, Rio says to Guizang that he should stay with his father rather than come with him. And Guizang's like, no, I should go with you. And he's like, you know what? All right. All right. I'll stay with my father. So Rio goes off on his own to Hong Kong 
He via comes from boat. a distant land across the sea. See, if he had known about the legend, he wouldn't even have tried to use the Because <laughs> you're not yeah. really coming across the sea if you're getting a plane now, are you? No, no. Well, I mean, that's why it was not meant to be. That's yeah. why Chai tore the tickets. He Chai is secretly a good guy. He's trying to keep the legend going. Uh, I don't know about that. No, not at all. I'm just making up stuff. <gasps> was this like the only episode so far that didn't flash over to the little village? So far, yes. Um, and that's actually been really surprising me that it kept doing it earlier because honestly... The only time you see her in the in the first game is in the boot up sequence. You don't really know much about her um, until the second game, really. <laughs> and we Which see will the... be going into soon. Yeah, it seems uh, we have reached Shinmu too. Absolutely. And uh, my knowledge is going to fall off the cliff here pretty soon. I played Shinmu too, but. Uh, I had to import a copy from my Dreamcast and so um from the UK because they didn't release it out in the US on the Dreamcast. I didn't get very far, but I did play it. So pretty soon I'm gonna be like everyone else going, oh look at the story. That's cool. <laughs> well, all right. Soon you will you will be like the rest of us, layman. <laughs> yes. I'll get to say, I once was Chinese. I once understood the story. Oh, Jesus Sent down Christ. to the mortal plane. <laughs> oh, we're five episodes in. Uh, what do you think so far, Paul? Um, still enjoying it. I, I like where this is going. Um, I don't know. I I don't think it's a bad show. I, I've seen some people be like, "Oh, it's it's kind of boring." I'm like, "What's boring about it?" Like. It's not boring at all to me, at least. So, um, I'm trying to think because I just watched four and five before we came on the podcast because, you know, tired, need to make sure that I know what I'm talking about. Um, <laughs> you know, I kind of, <laughs> I think the, the biggest thing that stood out to me was like, so, um, I, I want to call that one dude Jojo because he looks so much like fucking Jojo. Um, or not Jojo. Uh, um, Josuke. Yeah, Josuke. Um, so they're getting married. Him and that girl are getting married, but it wasn't Oh, yeah, like, they're getting oh, married. Yes, they are getting married. <laughs> well, they so, were childhood friends. So, so out of left field in both versions. Yeah. Like, oh, you guys are getting married? I love how they lampshaded that too. I was like, really? So, like, you're you're basically, like, telling Rio in a, in a kind of backward way, like, Hey, nudge, nudge. Maybe you should go ask what's her name there. Hello. Nudge, nudge. Yeah. Meanwhile, Nozomi has finally, you know, resided herself to the fact that Rio's got stuff to do and she's not going to be part of it. Well, and even if Rio was to stay in Japan, she's got a family waiting for her in Canon. She has, <clears throat> made up my mind uh, that uh, she is going to go to Canada. So, Oh, honestly, man, they, that's rough. <laughs> I had to do it. I had to do it. But no, seriously, they, they're both going separate, separate ways on their separate journeys. 
I, I, it doesn't really matter if Rio was doing his thing or not. She would have this problem. If anything, it makes it easier for her to, to do what she wants to do with her family because she doesn't have to worry about Rio missing her because he's got his own shit to do. That's well, it. I mean, I, I, f- I feel like, and I, I, I know obviously they don't do this in the video game, but I feel like you've set this this relationship up enough to where it's like, okay you realize that you're going to have to put these two together at some point. Right. Like he's, Mm. you know, like it it just, it just kind of like makes me sit there and go, this is kind of a waste of time. I get the feeling from the games and also from the animation. Nozomi is the childhood friend, but it's not who Rio is going to ultimately end up with. It's very much looking to with with the game knowledge. They're definitely setting him up with Shenmue. Right. I, I mean, I, I I obviously took that from, you know, what's been going on and him actually having a dream about her in one of these episodes. Um, so it's like, OK, well, obviously this is going to happen, but it's like you still you still see that and you go. This is kind of like a little bit of a waste here, dude, like, you know, uh, he's definitely thick headed about it. Um, I don't I think he still doesn't even really get it. Which is really unfortunate, but that's such a guy thing to do. Well, right, and you you don't you don't understand it because, and rightfully so. I mean, obviously, this dude lost his father, so he wants to go and get revenge and all this other. Not, I, I guess, not revenge, but you know, answers. But you know, basically, make the dude pay for like killing his father. So. You know, I, I get that, but at the same time, it's just like I, I really wanted to see where this was going to go. Like, I really want to see what this would have happened, what would have happened here, because you know, it seemed like there was a buildup of something, and then it's kind of like, huh, okay. Well, the uh, video game has an answer for you because if you just don't get your stuff done in a certain time frame, Wadi comes back looking for the other mirror and kills you. Oh. Eee. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Eventually, he figures out that the uh, the Phoenix mirrors at the Hazuka Dojo just comes for it and kills you. It's that that's what would happen if Rio didn't go off on his adventure. Wow. Wow. That's they actually programmed that in. They did. Um, it, you have to really go out of your way to not do anything because you have a lot of time to do things. But if you wait long enough, absolutely, that will happen. Wow. <laughs> Okay. Well, <laughs> well, that sucks. <laughs> yeah. So uh, this definitely had to happen. But still, I, I, I that's that's kind of where I'm at. That's kind of where I was at with within like the first five episodes. Is I'm like, dude, this girl's like, like giving you hints, like literally dropping them on your face or like right in front of you and you're not even like paying attention to it. Like, come on now. Yeah. Rio is definitely blind. Oh my God. No question about that. That's why it's so hilarious when they throw that whole thing about them getting married, the the other two getting married. It's just like, dude, like, do, do you not see where this, what, what should have happened here? <laughs> like, but yeah, I mean, it, it's, I, I'm interested to see what happens when he goes to Hong Kong. I'm Hong Kong. I'm guessing he's, I'm guessing this is Shenmue two. Yes, absolutely. Okay. Uh, Hong Kong is Shenmue too. So that'll be interesting to see what happens with that. I, I think they kind of, I mean, I haven't, 
I never played the first Shinmu, but or the second one for that matter. But I think they kind of set up, did a a good setup to kind of not only try to do stuff from the game, but also to kind of set up whatever's going to happen in Hong Kong. So I, I think they've been doing a good job, but you know, we'll see. <laughs> so that's kind of where I'm at with that. And what are your thoughts, V-Lord? Uh, yeah, I mean, I've been enjoying Shenmue a lot. I mean, it's definitely giving me that nice, like, 80s, 90s vibe. And, like, just from the little I've seen of the games, it definitely seems to be capturing a lot of that feel. And the fact that Laser, who is a Shenmue fan, is enjoying it, is also a good uh, a representation of that, too. And, like, I've been really surprised at how consistently good the action has been looking, too. Especially in, like, episode 5, like, I was, like, really, like, impressed with that fight that Ryo had. Uh, the one, like, at the beginning and the one with, like, Chai at the end. Also, like, Chai to me is just so hilariously dumb. The mirror! The other one! Like, I love at the end of episode 5 how he just pops out of nowhere. And, like, you could definitely tell he's supposed to be the final boss of Shenmue 1. Yep, and well, and in the game, it's totally out of nowhere as well. It's like I, he just does that. That's just chai. <laughs> yeah, it's so great. So I'm I'm really excited to see uh how the Shenmue Two material is handled, especially since I hear like Shenmue Two is like the better game of the first two. It's definitely more modern. Um, I haven't played nearly as much of two as I did of one, but two is um. A lot more advanced. Yeah, that makes sense. And I, I'd assume, like, probably the rest of the season is then going to just be Shenmue 2. Because I can't imagine them going into Shenmue 3 like, yeah, in it's, one season. It's, it's yeah. going to be Shenmue 2. We've got eight episodes left. Um, I could totally see it just doing the rest of Shenmue 2. Because, like, Shenmue 3 doesn't have much plot, but, like, I can't imagine them trying to cramp everything in. Well, I mean, I was kind of alluding to this, I think, in another pod episode of the podcast was, you know, I would and this is for all the all the original series that are coming out. Like, I don't want these to just be like one off one season shows. I would like for some of these shows to actually have at least two seasons to them. Like, so, I mean, it's for me, it's okay to do Shenmue one and two and in this this series right here, but then, you know, do a season two where you do Shenmue three and other material that hasn't been used before. Because yeah, I, I think Suzuki has said that, that he's got the story will go through a Shenmue five effectively. So by all means, I'd love for the animation to cover and all I, that. And I don't know why they just don't do that. I think, <coughs> excuse me, that it, it just makes sense, especially with this one. And from what I've gained, a lot of people actually like this series. You know, I, I don't see why they can't just continue on after they do the 13 episodes. Obviously, you know, I mean, the bigger picture is the whole crunchy roll and, you know, Dolph Swim thing. And we'll get to that in a minute. And we'll talk about that, I guess. But um, it's... 
I just want I, I want more than just one season from these shows. I, I get I get that maybe that's all they can do, or maybe that's what their goal is. But it, it's kind of like with Fena. I want more. I don't want you to just be like, oh well, we're only doing this many episodes. Oh, and this is what they intended. So then, why did you do it in the first place? <laughs> like, why did you why did you do this when it made it out to be like there's going to be more, or you ended it in a way that made people go, oh yeah, I'm can't wait for season two. You know what I mean? So it's a little bit of a frustration to me, but I digress. <laughs> I'd certainly be happy if they uh, continue on and give us um, anime original material for Shenmue. I'd be loving that. I mean, God knows when they'll make a Shenmue 4. Uh, I mean, people have been been on Twitter since this animation started really pushing for Shenmue 4, and I'd be all for it, mind. But I, I, I think the more likely thing is the animation gets continued. I I think it's a good idea if they do. I think, you know, and again... We, we'll get into it here in a, in a little bit, you know, with Crunchyroll. But, you know, to me, if something is good, something's successful, something's working, it just makes sense even if you're, you know, butting heads on things that you you work together on stuff again. Because, you know, if it works, why not do it? It benefits the both of you. So... Well, yeah. We still got eight episodes left. We'll uh, we'll see how it goes. But there are definitely times when I felt like these first five episodes were rushing a bit. I definitely feel the same way. And there has been content that's been missed, most of which really doesn't matter, but it adds the flavor. Yeah. I about a time uh, needed more forklifts. Absolutely. <laughs> I mean, I will. I too will lament the lack of forklift racing because that sounds ridiculous. It was <laughs> and ridiculous I, and great. We missed out on uh, the the Tomato Mart entirely, which makes me very sad because that's the catchiest song ever. Ah, uh, well, they might not have actually used the song anyway. That's true. Although they've been doing a really good job using the game soundtrack. Oh, have they? I did not oh, yeah. know that. That's it. That's interesting. Then the loss of the tomato mart is truly sad. I mean, yeah. I wasn't expecting like a big tomato mart scene, but it would have been really cool. If just like, you know, a quick scene happened in a tomato mart and they played the little background. It's totally like elevator music, but it's kind of get earwormed into your head. For sure. Well, that will do it for Shenmue. And I guess it's time to stop uh, putting it off. Um, well, if you were expecting, now that Sony owns uh, Funimation, Crunchyroll, and Aniplex, th- that they would roll those things into a singular service, you might have been thinking that they would roll it into Funimation. That was certainly my assumption. Well, yeah, I mean, that, that made more sense to me. But they're rolling it into Crunchyroll. Which is which 
been very strange to get used to Crunchyroll as a Funimation yeah. for the last 10 years. So, <laughs> so weird. Very weird. I, I don't think... Uh, I mean, I, I'm not going to speak for everybody on this podcast, but... I've seen the majority of people, at least in the tsunami community, sit there and go, wait, what? <laughs> like, wait a minute. What, what? You're killing off Funimation? Like, wait a minute. I'm, I'm confused here. So, yes. They are killing off <clears throat> the brand of Funimation entirely. Yeah, it's just Pioneer turning into Jenny on all over again. It's still Funimation. They're just changing the name. I mean, kind of. <laughs> well... I mean, you're killing off. So you're killing off Funimation. You're killing off. There was another. It, I, I can't think of the name the of the company. Lab. No, that, that, not that one. There was. There's a company I think in the UK that's getting killed off too. That was. There is another company. I can't remember the name, but there was another. Yes, yeah, I think it starts with W. Walkin' Yes. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Yes. So that one's gone now. Um, they didn't really, I don't, I don't think they said anything about Anaplex though, Sketch, but I mean, obviously everything no, was going it, to the service. Anaplex is still going to be Anaplex. Right. It's, I mean, it's a Japanese company. It, it's <laughs> just, it's just very weird. I don't know. <laughs> I just, I, I don't know what that. It makes sense from a international standpoint because Crunchyroll yeah. has more international websites than Funimation does. And frankly, right. Funimation's international presence has been bad. Yeah. <laughs> On the upside, I will definitely say the Crunchyroll player is leagues better than the Funimation player, so that is a win. Oh boy, no. that's not even a question. I I feel like they're both pretty bad, like almost equally bad, but with what is without question is if you want to watch a subtitle anime I'll, 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 I'll put this scenario at you. If only Funimation or Crunchyroll were to get all of the subtitled anime, you definitely wanted it to be Crunchyroll. That is yeah, definitely right. true. That's true. Not, not because of the translations, just because of how they format the subtitles. Because Funimation would use soft subs and all the text would be at the bottom of the screen, regardless of what it was translating yeah. It's a horrible mess if there's a bunch of text on screen and it never gets better. Whereas so, if you watch a subtitle show on Crunchyroll, if there is text on the screen that's being translated, they kind of approximate where that text is for the translation, which makes sense. It's, it's easy to read. I just I, I can't I can't wrap my head around. Oh, look, Crunchyroll now. um now has the rights to Dragon Ball Super. And I'm just like, wait a minute. Like, this just... Uh, they sub-licensed make... from Toei. Yeah, that's just... I'm just sitting there thinking to myself, like, this just doesn't make sense. Okay. Um, uh, uh, I don't know. It took a while to get used to, I feel. Because I was yeah. the same way where I thought, okay, clearly Crunchyroll is going to go and merge into Funimation. But like Sketch said, the other way around makes sense because Crunchyroll has that... Uh, international presence. So if Sony's trying to make Crunchyroll be the global anime brand for them, it makes sense to do it that way while they're already established internationally better than Funimation. Well, and and the one thing too is is Crunchyroll was very good at um, not only working with 
Toonami, but also Toonami Adult Swim, whatever. It's the same thing at this point. Um, but also like, hey, this show is going to be on Toonami kind of thing. So I like the way that they help promote, whereas Funimation was not the best at promoting things. And they tried to, and I, I, I get it to a certain degree, promote it in a way that like, hey, yes, we have Attack on Titan on Funimation. But then it's like, yeah, but you're forgetting the fact that it debuts on Adult Swim the day before and people could just turn it on to Adult Swim if they have it and watch it. Like, you know what I mean? So it's like, I kind of like that portion of it. The one portion I don't like, and this is kind of more of a, like a PR perspective, it's it's really hard to get a hold of people at Crunchyroll. Funimation wasn't so hard. Crunchyroll... I mean, yes, Sketch knows somebody, no, knew somebody at Crunchyroll. I don't know if he's still there. He's um, not. So, but you see what I'm saying? Like, it, it's, it's well, one of those it, things in where it's terms like, of staffing, as far as I can tell, it is still basically the Funimation people. They're just taking on the Crunchyroll name and website. Uh, right. Well, we have no idea. Yeah. That is that's fair. all being consolidated. Well, and, that's just what I've been hearing. Here's the thing that kills me, too. So... Funimation just, what was it? Was it like during the summer or early fall? They moved into that new complex in Texas there for the recording studio. So it's like, okay, is is Sony going to eventually be like, oh, by the way, that we're leaving there and we're not going to do anything in Texas, or are they going to stay there? Um. And is everything just going to get moved to L.A. at some point? You know, you see where I'm going with this. So, like, that's going to be interesting to see. Um, Based on what I'm seeing so far, I don't think initially that's happening because I really haven't seen, and trust me, we would see, uh, any voice actors complaining. But... You know, that is, I think that's a fear out there is that they're going to do that with some of the voice acting and the staff and all that kind of stuff. So, um, no, they don't need two offices. No, but I think, I think Texas is a lot. I, I honestly, I, you know, Texas is a right to work state. Of course, they're going to keep dubbing things in Texas. Right. So, I, I think that's, and I incidentally, that paying place, their place actors place. very, very low wages yeah i I know that's been like a big discussion lately on twitter especially among voice actors or like you know it's like a greater need for like better pay and like unions for a lot of voice actors it's funny because so i'm I'm not going to mention the website but this website that actually wrote the article about the low wages and that I'm sure you guys know what I'm talking about. Um, that website is not known for writing good articles. So it was really weird to kind of just start seeing voice actor, a- actresses and actors like being like, Oh yeah, I was interviewed for this article it was well-written and whatever. And I'm just like, Oh, okay. This is usually a clickbait site, but, uh, all right. <laughs> Yeah, this see, is... I, I was skeptical of that too, but like a lot yeah. of those same voice actors were being very 
vocal about it beforehand too. So yeah. like it seems like a lot of the information in that was accurate. So um and if I'm, it is, holy crap, those are low wages. Yes, yeah, they indeed. need to they need to do something and pay these voice actors the way they Not deserve. Just the to voice pay. actors, even the you know well, the and, translators, yeah. the script writers, the, the directors that's uh, that was being made is all how much money anime makes. There's no reason why they can't pay these people more. Right, the cut of the Absolutely. pie needs to be bigger. But you know, it, it's interesting too because anime is bigger than ever. Yet these talented people are getting paid like it's still the two thousands. Well, and and here's the other thing too is it's interesting to see to see and hear that because you know you look overseas in Japan and it's the complete re- reverse where the the animators aren't getting paid anything remotely to what they should be pay- getting paid to create these animes. So. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's it's one of those industries that, you know, at some point, and I hate, I, I know people don't like the word government regulation, but it's one of those things where the government should step in and be like, listen, you need to pay your workers more or we're going to come down on you. Well, and a lot of the problem there is we're dealing with multiple countries because it's not just the United States. We're all well, talking like, about for Japan example, at that point. I mean, with the English dub, just we'll just take Oh, yeah. English no, for, for the U.S., but definitely. That should be... It's, what it you is. know, it's a whole, whole problem on both, both sides right. of the ocean because exactly. it comes down to there's lots of talent. And if talent allows themselves to be exploited, then nothing ever changes. Right. And I, and I, I do think that at a certain point, you know, all of these voice actors and actresses need to come together and just make a huge union. Obviously, I mean, they're sag yeah, Well, right. I was getting to that. So, I mean, honestly, there's, there is already one, but unless you're in LA, you're not getting that. Now, well, it's not that the people in Texas can't, it's that Funimation and Sentai Filmworks don't hire union. That's a big problem. That's, it, that's not entirely true because, like, for example, I believe, and I could be wrong about this. Quote me if I'm wrong, please, Sketch. You'll know more about this than I. But um, Anything that's I dubbed think... in Texas isn't union. Yes, no, 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 no. I wasn't, I wasn't going there. Like, I was saying that, like... But um, Funimation does have a studio in Los Angeles. Right. And they work with, like, Bryce Peppenbrook, which Bryce, I believe, is wow. union... Yes, he is, and so is Johnny Young Vosh. Uh, right. There, there are situations, and Matt Mercer. There are situations where they can do that. Yes, uh, and that's... It, really, it comes down to what the actor is willing to do. Right, and, and some and... actors will not work if they're not union. Right, and I and I was gonna say like there, we have heard in the past that Bryce doesn't always do union dubs where he, he will just go and do whatever. Um, Some people are FICOR. It means they can do either. Right. So I, I, you know, that does happen, but I think, you know, but our friend Steve Bloom, he is strictly union. Yes. But I mean, he did. Well, Anaplex was, well, that, that's, that was LA though, too. Anaplex is like, if you're talking about that season of SAO, that was a union. 
Well, no, I was talking. I was thinking Demon Slayer, but that was Demon that was also Bang Zoom. Zoom. So uh, that was a that was a Bang Zoom dub. Yeah, that was Bang Zoom. So yeah, that was LA too. So I mean, yeah, I mean, um, yeah, I'm well, and, and then but, but has there again, Union more these days. But there again, Steve does do things outside of the box. I mean, Toonami's a perfect example. Like he, I mean, that's a special case, obviously. But mm-hmm. you know, I mean, obviously. Steve will do things. Well, let's let's face it. There's been some shows in the past where Steve has just been in the show because it's done by Adult Swim, and you know <laughs> he works with. I think it's mostly like Stephanie Shea and um, Maki get him involved in things. So, but there again, that's recorded out of LA too. I think so. It's like or New York, yeah, or New York. So it's like you know. It, that's that's kind of basically union. So, you know, I, I we're kind of veering off of what it is, but I, it does relate to the fact that we need to see it with this whole combining of things. We start paying people better. Obviously, mm-hmm. we don't we don't want people to get laid off, but if that means that people are going to get paid better, I'm not opposed to it. Just make sure you keep you you keep all the good people because. I've seen some I've seen some Funimation people go that were really good and it really irritated me to see like basically and again I don't usually talk about this on a podcast and I'm not going to go too deep into it but to see some of the marketing people that I've known at Funimation like get fired or leave because pay is not as good as it is 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 just like wow like why wouldn't you try to keep these people it's it's a problem really around uh, at least in the united states you know these these employers don't know how to fucking um retain their employees they think they do but they don't you know what i mean so it's like if if you're going to do this combining of things, take the the good people from Funimation, take the good people from Crunchyroll, take the good people that were working on VRV because apparently that's going to die as well. Um, Please and, put Last Man on Crunchyroll. Yeah, what's going to happen to Last Man? It's <laughs> for VRV. It's truly the Last Man. <laughs> Oof. Oof. But you know what I mean? Like, take take all this and put it together. By the way, I I, I really hope somebody takes that idea that v, of VRV and tries to do that again because a lot of people really like that. Because if At somebody can... At this point, it would just be Crunchyroll and uh, High Dive, really. Maybe well, if you no, can no, get... No. Uh, no, I feel like the closest about... thing to what you're suggesting is basically... An Amazon Prime membership with a bunch of sub-channels. Or like that Hulu <laughs> Disney Plus bundle. Oh my yeah. gosh. <laughs> yes. All these bundles. We're just reinventing cable. But basically, well, that's what I'm saying. That's what I've been saying for a long time is you're basically buying, by the time you're done buying all these streaming services, you're basically paying for cable again. So it's like, you know, why are we even, why but did we even go to It's easier to cancel the... Uh... <laughs> For the streaming services. Yeah, a lot of people well, cycle through them just whichever month to month, whichever thing they want to focus on. That that's a lot True. easier to do than it is with cable. True. 
Or we all share accounts. Let's not let's okay. Not pretend. Yeah, we all share that, that's the other truth that I wasn't going to say. But since you said it, yes, absolutely, that is the thing we all do. So yeah, we all but, pay for our our small amount and share that, and then the other person shares what they have. That's a small amount, and it all adds up. Sharing is caring, folks. Sharing is caring. But, and, and then you know the the other thing I want to mention real quick too, because I'll, I'll I want you guys to have the floor too, because I feel like I'm taking up all the the talking time here. I apologize, um, but. You know, the other thing that I want them not to stop doing is working with Adult Swim and doing stuff. And I don't mean just like what they're doing with the co-productions, but um, what they were doing before, you know, work with them and do something together where you can, you know, put something on TV and stream it at the same time. I mean, it's worked. It's been it's been a good thing for both funimation and tsunami in the past it should continue you know what i, I mean i think the problem there has less been funimation and more sony so unfortunately i feel like that would still be a problem I, you know it, it's gonna be so we're not gonna tell we're not gonna go into full demon slayer stuff but no 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 i was just i i, I, I was think, adding my contact i just want to say like i think that demon slayer is an isolated incident so far um we and can I hope I can I, I only say that because of what I said last time, which is I think Sony overpriced Demon Slayer for a TV run, thinking that it's going to make it thinking that they could get more money for it. And they're going to realize real quick when they do another Demon Slayer movie, because we all know they're not going to put it full out into into theaters because for some odd reasons, Sony doesn't understand these are movies too. have them, give them a full run that they would do so much more money. But, um, when they don't make as much money as they did with the, the first demon slayer movie, which I predict is going to happen. They're going to, they're going to sit there and go, Oh, maybe we should have done this TV deal. And then we would have actually gotten some more money out of this because they're, they're pretty much trying to just overprice it. And nobody's really buying is is going to buy those TV rights right now. You're not going to see Disney do it because they're focusing on their streaming. You're not going to really see any TV network doing it because they're trying to figure out what's going to get them ratings and what's not. And Adult Swim really is the only place for anime right now. So on TV. So, you know, you got to kind of remember that hey you want your money you're gonna have to do you're gonna have to get what you can at this point because these tv networks aren't going to just pick it up they're being very selective right now live entertainment is the thing that's doing the millions and millions of viewers right now so you know but yeah, I'm, I'm just, it's going to be very interesting to see going forward how Crunchyroll, now that it's combined with all of those services, is going to do, I mean, and, and let's just not say, just not, in, just not in the US, but worldwide as well, especially like in the UK, for example, see how that does over there too. So, we'll see. We shall see. I, you know, I, I think it's way too early to tell how yes. things will go. I mean, there's been all this 
uh, speculation that when they wanted to get shows from Crunchyroll, they were priced out. Could have been the case. That may have been uh, Warner Media influence. Uh, ironically enough, uh, we don't we don't know if it could be different under Sony. Uh, and of course, uh, Funimation has you know gotten lots of shows onto Toonami. At this point, they still have several shows on Toonami, and they will probably continue to put shows on Toonami. They may be a bit more selective about it. We we don't know. What we do know is that the Funimation logo is going away, so we're going to start seeing Crunchyroll logos all over Toonami. <laughs> Not that yeah. we don't already see them because of uh, Shenmue, among other things. Right. Which, it's just going to be weird, man. No more Funimation bumpers. Just, I just, guess you shall not be watching. Like, it's... I don't understand why they don't at least keep the Funimation brand around for, say, home video. Or it definitely has a lot of weight and history behind it. I'm the old man who goes, eh, Funimation's the baby. Panda Entertainment, Viz Video, Central Park Media, those are the old... But, you know, that's because I'm old. For a lot mm-hmm. of people, Funimation is the old guard, and seeing it go is going to be a bit of a uh, shock to some people. I mean, they've been around since the 90s. Mm-hmm. Mid-90s. And they, you know, were a big thing by the mid-2000s. Absolutely. So, it's it's just weird that they would get rid of that brand entirely. Like, even if they wanted, because I'm sure they're going to still have a dubbing studio in Texas. Why not keep calling that Funimation? Well, that's Okatron. Like no, Funimation Studios. Okatron, Okatron and Funimation are two different studios. That's true. And, <laughs> I mean... What what defines a studio in this current era anyway? Mm, but uh, yeah. there is there is a recording facility at Funimation that is what I would think would still be considered Funimation. Are they going to name it something else like you know Sentai did, or are they going to uh, call it Crunchyroll? I don't I don't know. Doesn't make sense to me for it to be called Crunchyroll. Those are like Crunchyroll Studios. I guess we'll just have to wait and see. But I'm I'm sure they will continue to get things dubbed in Texas for one reason, because it is more affordable to do so. Though they should definitely adjust their wages across the board, as already mentioned. But um, I don't know. I don't think this is really going to change that much from the viewers perspective because things are still going to be dubbed in texas they're still going to be dubbed in los angeles and new york even canada sometimes so from that's a viewer not perspective really, we're not really going to change don't don't we've got a consolidation going on so don't hey, say one service instead of two don't say things dubbed in canada you know what that's gonna you know who's gonna mention something about that sketch yeah 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 i know uh well frankly <laughs> And, I mean, we there's there's been so many studios that have like popped up in recent years. So 
Funimation slash Crunchyroll has lots and lots of potential studios that they could send shows to. And I think that's very good, uh, especially because a lot of those newer studios are making heavy use of remote recording and they can get people from various regions all in the same dub, which is always fun. So I I think it's all going to stay about the same. The big changes here are, you know, if if you actually liked the Funimation website, sorry. Sorry, the two people out there. I, I'm it's, having the fun of, I don't necessarily like the Funimation website, but I'm used to it, and I'm not used to Crunchyroll, so I've been having fun getting used to how Crunchyroll does things. I think the biggest yeah, annoyance for Crunchyroll, especially for you, Laser, will be the fact that, like, there's not an easy way to find the shows that have dubs. Uh, they, there is mm. now, um, but it's uh, inaccurate. You can go, whenever you're browsing, they have a filter, and you can hit dub, and that is amazing. Unfortunately, some of the things it says it has dubbed are not dubbed. Wait, they actually or, added that? Yep, if you go to browse all or Are you sure they're anything, not dubbed in some language? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Uh, it's all just some it'll of them say, are... it, it gets really infuriating because I'll click on it and it'll say sub dub and there will just be the one season that's Japanese only. Weird. Everything, but there it has been enough. I actually put out a tweet out to uh, Crunchyroll on, hey, do you guys know this is happening? And they just ignored me because, you know. One You're not important. You laser. I, I, I mean, <laughs> legitimately, I, I am I am the do they, of the internet. So, do know. they have a Crunchyroll support Twitter? Yeah. Yeah, so they should okay, be here, Here's an example right here of me poking around. Black Fox. If you look at it, it says sub dub, but when you go down, there's just one season and it is subtitled. So there, there's one example. Oh, I don't know if that's worth seeing or not, but that's, that's, that's one example. Also, I mean, that's just a movie, I believe. It is just a movie, but it says it has it subbed and dubbed, but it then it just is a sub. There I think it's been listed that. that way for a long time, actually. Yeah, there's there's quite a few more, and and that's one of the big things I did because I got the uh, free trial for two months when I because I'm a Funimation subscriber. It, it's nice that I can find them by dub if it was accurate. There was a couple of shows I got really excited. I'm like, I didn't know this has a dub. Oh, it doesn't. Um, you you might want to hit up their their help Twitter or or something. I I uh, twittered them, but uh, I I guess I could see if they have a specific help version. Weirdly enough, when I look at it on the app, it doesn't show up for me, like Black Fox. Yeah, um, if if you want, I can get you a screenshot. It, it's hilarious because it'll say sub dub and then just sub. No, no, I believe you, but it's like it's it's curious. Oh, yeah. No, and I've noticed quite a bit of difference between using the website and try. What I'm talking about is website only. Uh, if I try and use the Roku, yeah, that functionality is not there at all. There, There is no filter option on the on the Roku app, which makes me sad because I primarily watch on my Roku. Um, you need to stop breaking the website is what you need to do. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean. Hey, at least I got to, to burn through a sentence of a bookworm in like two days. Hey, here's another one. <laughs> One Punch Man listed as sub and dub. No, it is sub only. Yep, yep. That is another one. Uh, I own One Punch Man season one, so it didn't really bother me. But that. Oh, that... you know what? I think it has to do with. Um, 
international that could be websites like i think in other countries they do have the dub of one punch man and season two on uh, that very well that might be it there was one that was like really exciting for me that i found that was like oh hey it's like a what if we went back to the past old school japan but it's like you know got a bunch of uh magic and shit and it's cool i'm like oh that looks so cool and then it, it says it has a dub it doesn't yeah i think that's exactly what's going on because if i look at uh, like the page there's only the 12 episodes but if i look at the listing it says four seasons 49 episodes sub dub so yeah there's yeah definitely a, that, that something wrong be... there yep <laughs> Could yeah. could definitely be the fact that they use the same website internationally. So well, then they need to localize their search tools because that's just annoying. Yes. <laughs> or do what Funimation used to do and just say, hey, here's our dub section. Have fun. Also, they really need to do away with the whole listing of. If 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 a show has multiple dubs for various countries, and it lists all the episodes, it gives you the idea that a 12-episode show is, for whatever reason, 48 episodes. Uh-huh. <laughs> I really wish Which there was a way not. to, like, filter out languages on the site. Because, like, uh, yeah. as much as, as it's like funny to see a Russian each... dub, I'm never going to watch a Russian dub. Yeah, I, really I, I don't like think you can actually watch some of them. For the different languages, rather than one page with all the languages as separate seasons it's a really weird choice it is theoretically the drop down menu could work but it's it's just messy <laughs> they, so, they, they really these, these are the little things that are that have driven me nuts trying to get used to control also just watching certain things not show up yet my uh my opinion that uh the, the biggest problem with crunchyroll as far as watching dubs is or watching originals that are only available in English, there is no closed captions. That is that, also a major problem. They need to fix that. Um, I've also heard people mention um, that Funimation, which I knew that did, they did this, will put up the home video vi- version of a show on Funimation eventually, whereas Crunchyroll uh-huh. apparently never does that. Yeah, that is supposedly the case. So I'm not entirely sure if it's true for everything, but hopefully that hard to check changes over time with, you know, it being a merged situation. But who knows? Who knows? Well, uh, there's at least one reason to hold on to your Funimation subscription. They do not have the dub of One Piece on Crunchyroll. No, yet. they do not yet. I have a um, feeling that's going to take a while. They have said that well, they probably have to up. negotiate it with Toei. <laughs> Supposedly, everything's supposed to be up by the end of May. We'll see if that's the case. I think they said most of it. So maybe well, one most of it's supposed to be up by the end of this month, but. Yeah. So, uh, and currently, it's very difficult to, unless you just search for the title, it's very difficult to check what <laughs> of these shows have actually popped up on Crunchyroll yet. But what I have been doing is they have a new section. And I go, oh, what's new? Hey, they brought that over. So if you scroll far enough down, there's like a, a new anime now on Crunchyroll, like, tab, which shows the shows uh-huh. that have been recently added. 
Yep, yep, that also works. Uh-huh. Just updated on Crunchyroll. But uh, I've been using the browse function a lot, and that also has a new section, and that's what I've been using. Mm-hmm. Getting used to new things as a 40-year-old is interesting. <laughs> yeah. And new, therefore terrible. <laughs> right. So... It's not the end of the world. In fact, if you already have a Crunchyroll subscription, things are great. If you Hooray. only had a Funimation subscription, you're kind of getting hosed. Uh, that's that's the personal frustration I have is my my money is going to be a lot more spent because I was paying 60 a year for Funimation. It won't be that cheap for Crunchyroll. Yeah, uh, I was seeing somebody potentially making a stink in the comments uh, with Funimation help, and they might have been able to get a refund or a partial refund. I, you might look into that. But like I said, until they move over One Piece, I have no reason to get rid of my Funimation account yet. <laughs> but when that does happen, then yeah, it's just... Uh, waste the money to yeah, hold on yeah. to like, my annual ends in December so hopefully everything is migrated for, by then so I'm not paying um, for both they are definitely doing a thing where if you contact support if you have an annual membership they will transfer the time over which is really nice yes so, I saw that too uh, I'm nice. in progress I've been waiting for an escalation specialist for like five days but you know it's in progress i wonder if that works if i already have a cr membership i mean i did i took their two free months out of the gate because i'm like i might as well take it ah okay maybe i should look into that then i would recommend it yeah no reason to to not use it if they're gonna do it and their fax says to do that so yeah they do they're like cancel (laughs) <laughs> they, they totally say to cancel. They also tell you if you have an annual membership, hey, contact support will we'll, we'll help you out. I didn't actually see that in their FAQ. Did they add that at some point? Well, they might good. have, but it's totally in there. That's uh, uh, Amperin's the one that pointed that out to me because uh, it was in there, and that's why I did it. Oh, that's good to know. And knowing is half the battle. Yes. Precisely. Well, I don't know. Not really much else to say about it. It's no. definitely a big change, but it's it's going to be business as usual for uh, for for Toonami anyway. Uh, and even for the general audio uh, anime viewing streaming audience, give it a few months. It'll settle out. Yeah. But uh, if you don't have a Crunchyroll subscription, I guess now's the time to get one. Bookworm. Go watch Bookworm. It's that's good. good. That's a good one. And you can watch the dub. Mm-hmm. I watched it in a matter of like a day and a half. Such uh, I a may good dub. really, really gotten into a real it. page turner, huh? Oh, <laughs> you like that? I uh, V Lord helped me find out that it was a big uh, coin back on uh, Bookwalker, and I bought a whole bunch of the books. Ah, help! I'm an addict. Those are some dense books too. Oh, they're so good, though. <laughs> All right. Today's podcast is brought to you by Ascendance of a Bookworm. And Bookwalker. And Bookwalker. <laughs> Buy oh, all Lord. your light novels on Bookwalker today. Yeah, because you don't want to keep supporting what's 
remains of Comixology, right? I can't even I mean, look at that app anymore. I switched over from Comixology to Bookwalker quite a while ago, <laughs> just because of, of other reasons. Man, I'm real annoyed. They made it so bad. They did make it so bad. Comixology, why? Oh God, I have the, 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 the all of Moggy on there uh, that's post-anime sitting on my comicsology, and I'm wishing I had it on uh, other things. Yeah. I hear that. Well, uh, I guess uh, I guess it's time to get out of here. So, uh, Paul, do the thing. Well... We didn't we didn't mention that, you know, there's certain there's a certain something happening in what is it? Uh let me see if my math's right. Eight days. Twenty fifth anniversary. Yeah. <laughs> On March seventeenth. Sketch is so excited. <laughs> On March seventeenth, it will be the twenty fifth anniversary of our favorite block and yours, Toonami. Yes. What are they going to do for it? We don't know other than Cosmo Samurai. <laughs> you know, I was. I mean, they may do something this weekend. They may do something next weekend. They may do both. They may do it on both weekends. Who knows? Who knows? But I, I was thinking, and it's just me. Maybe they might do something like surprisingly, like on March 17th itself on Adult hmm. Swim. And just not tell anybody and then just be like, oh, yeah, by the way, here's Toonami. I mean, that and, would fit with the uh, April Fool's Toonami that brought it back as a whole. Well, and I, I, I feel like it won't be anything, even if they were to do something like that or just do some kind of like promotion on that day. It's not going to be it's going to be something that they have they can use and play, obviously, because they have the rights. But because um, that's. Let's face facts. They do have shows that are just sitting there that they aren't using. So, I mean, you could see an episode of Big O Season 2 show up out of nowhere. So, you know. I have a random. They should play HPX. Well, no, I was, I was going to say that, too. They could probably play that as well. So, um, we'll yeah, I mean. Alternative. And, of course, there's always Samurai Jack. Mm-hmm. They could always Ghost dig out show. Thundercats from the vault. Well, that, uh, would, that, I meant that the original, require... not the... <laughs> yeah, either way, it would, it would um, finagling with uh, Warner Media. <laughs> oh, that's true. <laughs> it's not that's not a show that they just have access to. Yeah. So I mean, like I was saying, I I I will be interested to see what's going on. But if they did do that, would would you think they would do that in like in prime time on the seventeenth or like after midnight? Oh, after midnight, it would be like so. Like, but obviously, would, wouldn't wouldn't that be like? It would be like after eleven fifty nine on the eighteenth. No, no, no. I meant <laughs> on, that's on, what I on mean. the sixteenth. Right. So they would do something like at midnight where like. All of a sudden, it's just a oh. random tsunami block. I think that would be great. I don't. I don't know if they would do, go to that length because, based on what Jason was saying, they didn't. Probably they were going to do. They were going to do something special, but they didn't have the money to do something grand. 
But there again, you could put a you could throw a tsunami block, random block together, and not spend any money. The only thing you would spend money on is, or the only thing that you would have to do a lot of work on is just the bumpers. That's it. So I don't know. I have no idea. I don't have a clue. But we'll see. Sky and the budget are the limit. Who knows what they'll do? I mean, but how should we celebrate this on the podcast? That's a good question. Well, I didn't say that we weren't trying to celebrate it, but I can't really talk about that. Well, actually, <laughs> no, this will be out before that happens. Never mind. I can't talk about it. So I've been sworn to secrecy. I can't talk about what's going to happen. But that's not related to the podcast. True. But what could we do with the podcast? I don't know. Get a bunch of people, interview them with the, the limited time that we have. Have CJ uh, make another that... one and a half hour documentary. Oh my God, yeah, poor yeah, CJ. Absolutely. CJ, just absolutely. do it in, a few, in less than a week. It's perfectly fine, right? Yeah. You could totally do that with your oh. day job and everything. He would murder everybody. He would. It'll be fine. Yeah, just, you know, do the work while you're at work. While also editing Laser's reviews. Perfectly uh, make, easy. Making me cry. <laughs> Although apparently I did better on this last one, so I'm happy about that. It was a good review. In today's news, V-Lord was found dead in his apartment today. <laughs> <laughs> but what if I was already dead? So what you're telling me is that Allison finally found you. Yeah, or like a pile of manga just collapsed on me. And that's and also equally possible. <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ. It wasn't the imposter. It was just the pile of manga. Exactly. Like I said, a friend and I were so, watching Bo Bo and had a, bu- a bunch of the uh, hair hunt troops knocked over. And one of them was on the bottom reading manga. And he goes, I found V-Lord. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. You know, Sketch, you, you give me the idea if we can make it happen. Maybe doing a recording, a podcast about what our favorite moments were over these last 25 years of Toonami. Oh, not a bad idea. That is a good idea. I don't know if we can manage to get that out by the 17th, but we should be no, able to no, get no. it out I, around then. I think we could do that for, I think we can do that for, and before the end of March is up, obviously. But, mm-hmm. you know, I mean, because technically you, you're, you're celebrating for the whole month of March, honestly, so... Sure. So, <laughs> I have good ideas sometimes, guys. Okay, you know, mm-hmm. well, you know. But listeners, stuff. you should be uh, following at Tsunami News to see what kinds of fun stuff we're going to post on social media. Mm. <gasps> no, I can't say anything. Okay. <laughs> Sketch will have this out before it's supposed to happen. I've been. <laughs> there are things that prevent me from from saying anything now. So. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah. I mean, I I don't want anybody to be like I don't Keep want anybody to be like Keep it safe. Let me let me make it let me make this clear. I don't want anybody to be like Oh my god, Paul's doing something earth-shattering. No, 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 no. It's not earth-shattering, please. I'm not that good nor do I have the time for that. Um nor do I have the resources. Um or the money for that matter, too. You're telling me Paul's not redubbing Ronin Warriors? Oh, oh man. 
Why would he redub Ronan Warriors? Listen, yeah. What the fuck is wrong with Go to the corner, corner, V-Lord. And he's making new Thundercats. The only thing Paul wants to dub is Cosmo Samurai. Oh, Lord. If I could get that to happen, I would be so happy. Oh, my God. That would make a lot of people happy, I think, too. Um, Maybe. But, yeah, I mean, it's, it's just something nice that I think a lot of Toonami fans and anime fans will like. Um, so, uh, you know, just keep an eye on Twitter and um, other of our social medias and you'll see something happen. I'm working on some other things. I don't know if they will pan out the way that I want them to, but if they do, you may see some other things as well. And these three gentlemen don't even know what I'm talking about at this point. So it makes it even more fun. Um, so there, there may be some other things too. Um, I'm more, I more want to really celebrate the 10th anniversary of Tsunami being on Adult Swim, honestly. So yes, I did have that thought. Yeah, that is honestly fantastic that it's managed to run way longer than it was ever even gone. And I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think Adult Swim and Tsunami are going to really... Well, they say they're not going to celebrate it. We'll see if that happens. But um, I really want to bring a lot of attention to, hey, this is ten. This has been here for 10 years in a streaming world. How does that happen? You know, dedication. Yeah, a very passionate fan base. Um, I think Sketch is going to be writing an article if I saw that correctly, possibly. So... I'm going to try to get that out before uh, the 17th. Right. So there's look forward to that. Sketch always writes some good articles. Um, so, I mean, I, I feel like there's a lot of good things happening here. Again, I wasn't, I don't think in sketch will probably tell you this too. Like, yes, it's the 25th anniversary tsunami. That's big. That is a good thing. But I think we're all kind of thinking more on the line, the wavelength of no, no, no there's 10 years of it being an adult swim that we want to celebrate later in the year here. So, um, I mean, we've thrown some ideas around about that. So hopefully we can make something happen, but you know, uh, (laughs) the way things go, these, this, this last year and the year before with COVID and everything, I have no idea anymore. So we'll see. We shall indeed. So, so now, Paul, read off the things. Read off the things. Well, I don't have to read because I, I do a very good job from just, just ad-libbing this, basically. Actually, you know, it's kind of funny because Curl always asks me that. How do you do that so well? And I'm like, well, I just know what I'm doing by now. I should. I've been doing this for ugh, almost 10 years. Holy fuck. Um, <laughs> so. Yeah. So. Let's do this the proper way. So, speaking of Toonami talkback and Toonami feedback, um, why don't you guys let us know what your favorite movies, over, favorite moments, not movies, moments over the last um, 25 years of Toonami were speeches, um, game reviews, shows, whatever. 
Um, you can obviously tweet us at Toonami Podcast using the hashtag Toonami Talkback as usual. Or if you want, you can email us um, podcast at ToonamiFaithful.com and let us know what you guys think was your favorite moments from Toonami of, over these 25 years. I mean, some of us on this podcast, maybe not V-Lord, but uh, have seen Toonami from the beginning. So we have a lot to basically pick from and talk about. So, um, yeah, we wouldn't, we really want to hear from you. So again, you can email us podcast at tsunamifaithful.com or you can tweet at us at tsunami podcast. And you can even go on our Facebook page, Facebook, Facebook.com slash tsunami faithful podcast and tweet, uh, send us a message there. Or even if we put up a thing, which I want to, um, you can put it in the comments and we may read it on that podcast as well. So, so that's where you can find us on social media. That's where you can email us and contact us to listen to the podcast. Um, we're pretty much on every single podcast app that's out there. You simply just got to search for the term tsunami faithful podcast. Our podcast should come up. Um, if we're not on your favorite podcast app, please do let us know at one of the, one of the places that I said just a minute ago. Um, but the main ones that we want you to listen to us on is Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, um, Spotify, <clears throat> um, Facebook. You can actually listen to our podcast now on Facebook. So I guess our Facebook page is, a, is an app now, so you can hear it there as well. So subscribe to us there. Um, Amazon Music we are on as well. And, um, of course, we are also on our main hub, which is SoundCloud. So it's soundcloud.com slash Podcast. You can listen to every single episode of the podcast there. Um, it's from episode one all the way through to this current episode as well. You can also hear every single episode of our podcast on our website, podcast.tunamifaithful.com. All of our episodes and interviews are up on that site. So please do go listen to us there as well. Um, and then we, we, we have ways for you to donate and support the podcast and website. Um, if you go to tsunamifaithful.com slash donate, you can donate money in a direct way, like on PayPal or, um, I, you can also buy anime on rightstuff.com using our uh, link there. Um, you, you can go to any of the, the ads and do it from there and then just buy something through there. Um, but then there's also our Patreon, patreon.com slash Tsunami Faithful. Um, you can contribute monthly there. Um, we have a lot of content that's up there right now. Um, a lot of it's from uh, the documentary CJ did to some a podcast that me and Darrell were doing for a while um, to some other exclusive behind-the-scenes stuff that is on there right now. And, you know, it's definitely worth the money to, to do that. And even if you don't want to do that content, you can just contribute to us whatever you can on a monthly basis. All of that does go to help pay for um, the website, server feeds, podcasts, and all that other stuff as well. So please do that as do that if you can. So that's it for all the house cleaning, but let's get on out of here. Uh, Laser, where can they find you? Uh, you can find me on Twitter at LaserKidPrime. Of course, you can find my uh, editorials and currently reviews of the Shemu anime right on Tsunami Faithful. And you can find me guesting on the Demon Slayer podcast and Dumb Weeds podcast. 
Oh, you're turning into V-Lord. I see how you are. Uh, I'm on <laughs> most of V-Lord's podcasts, but not all. <laughs> so, uh, V-Lord, speaking of you, where can they find you, sir? Yeah, people can find me on Twitter at VLORDGTZ. Then I write various things for all-comic.com, as well as Tsunami Faithful, so you can check out all of that stuff. And then, uh, like Laser mentioned, I host the Demon Slayer podcast at DSlayerPodcast on Twitter. So go check that out if you like Demon Slayer. And I also do a bunch of other podcasts, which you can find in my Twitter bio. You might as well just put up a V-Lord podcast network at this point. It basically is at this point. I can't <laughs> stop it. It has a life of its own. The Demon the Slayer podcast. Cinematic podcast verse. The Demon Slayer podcast has a life of its own, which is just crazy to me. Um, which, by the way, the Demon Slayer podcast, real quick before I queue up sketch here. Um, if if there's an app you want the podcast on and it's not on it, let V-Lord know or myself, and we will make sure to get it on there. Um, I know it's on a couple at least, and it may even be on others that we don't even know about because that happens from time to time. Um, but if it's not on your favorite podcast app, let us know and we will try to get it on there as well. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, sketch, where can they find you, sir? You can find me on Twitter at sketch 1984 and also being totally shell shocked that all my favorite childhood Ninja Turtles video games are coming together in one collection. And I can't wait. Wait, so you, wait a minute. You waited like an hour and 38 minutes into the podcast to mention this. Yeah. <laughs> turtle power. Okay, Apparently then. I can wait. <laughs> no, you can't. Turtle will no, you can't. You're like literally waiting to pre I will buy it twice. As maybe soon as three that, times. I'll probably end up buying it on Steam and Switch because help me. I can't wait. <laughs> it's the greatest. Yes. I've 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 wanted this for so long. <laughs> I'm right alongside you, man. I have most of these games in cartridge form, but it'd be I nice have all of them. Actually, the only one I don't have is Radical Rescue. <laughs> I love uh, that is, uh, I love that is hard to find. <laughs> I love Sketch. He's like, I have all of them. Okay, whoa. I mean, technically, I, I mean, that's me if you talk about games, Mega but... Man games. So, you know. Real quick, what is that supposed to be on? Is that is that supposed to be like on all the. It's going to be the... on all modern platforms. It's on everything Sweet. Xbox, PlayStation 4, PlayStation 5. Switch, Steam. Paul may have to uh, get this. Multiple games will have online play. That's why I'm getting it on Steam, because I don't want to have to pay for that. Understandable. Speaking speaking of that, um, did you guys see there was a Gundam game, I think, that they announced? Yeah, it's basically Overwatch Gundam, and it's amazing. Overwatch Gundam. Overwatch Gundam? Hello. Yeah, it's like a JoJo fighting game. Oh yeah, All Star Battle R. That's gonna be hype. They're gonna be adding nine new characters. Ooh. See, interesting things were announced at the Sony conference today. It's you know just they were just not Sony things. Mm. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, but they're on Sony things, so it counts, right? I know. I was look. I was content finding out that it was available for PS4 and PS5, but when I found out it was on everything, I was like, everything I ever wanted. <laughs> I was a little sad when I thought it was a PlayStation 4 and 5 exclusive because I'm Mr. PC Gamer over here, and then it's like, oh, it's on Steam. I'm like, all right, we're I mean, good. I have a PS4, so I, I was okay. 
I was still going to be bummed if it didn't come to Switch because it makes so much sense oh, being able to, to put it on everywhere. Switch. Yes. Yeah. Now put the Disney Afternoon Collection on Switch, doggone it. What are you it's still not what on you... Switch. That makes I don't no understand. Sense it doesn't make any sense. It's all a bunch of Nintendo games. It's the perfect audience for the Switch. Ridiculous. Oh, yeah. It's, uh, it's glorious. Anyway, uh, enough uh, freaking out about a video game collection. Paul, where can our listeners find you? You can find me on Twitter at Paul Pascrillo. You can email me, paulpascrillo at tunamifaithful.com. And um, I think that's about it. You can also hear me on Two Strangers One podcast as well. So uh, please do listen to me there as well. So, but um, yeah, that's it for this week's podcast. Thank you guys for listening. Thank you guys for tuning in as much as you did over all of these 10 years that we're coming up on. And um, yeah, we do this for you and please continue to keep listening because that's why we do this podcast. But that's it for this week's Toonami Faithful podcast. Peace. We're out. Cowabunga! This is the chase, Rocky and Ken. He tried to kill me with a forklift. Olay! Joe Maddox. Rocky! Fuck in! Well, that answers my question. What was the question?